Section five of the Black Cat, Volume One, Number Four, January eighteen ninety six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The Black Cat, Volume One, Number Four, January eighteen ninety six. Section five. Unchallenged by Catherine Morrow the moonlight fell through the climbing roses over the wide piazza of a country house where some people were sitting it was midsummer in the foothills of the california sierras and the insects the dogs and the water in the ditch had their voices in the air with the people the talk uninfluenced by the beauty of the night had been mostly of murders and scenes of blood then a girl shook it off quickly alice and i sleep outside now also ned the restless takes to a hammock it's glorious there had been too many tales of an abnormal nature for the equilibrium of the timid ones a voice came from the corner it isn't safe ned carter laughed with his sisters i've a little revolver a beauty he said and nothing could come within half a mile besides there are the dogs yes the three admitted in chorus we're too much on the alert for impressions we're too anxious to waken for anything to escape oh said a girl from the steps i've heard this sort of thing before i'll venture you snore profoundly all night i advise you not to test us in disguise they retorted ned added with vigour i'd bet my twelfth mule threshing machine that neither man woman child nor animal could pass our front gate at any hour of the night unchallenged he laughed ah the gleam on my pistol in the moonlight at eleven that night two who had been guests of ned and his sisters sat together scheming we'll do it they said as they separated the next afternoon two girls in a cart drove a fat mare over hot stretches of brown meadows and along dusty roads that lay over the hills they darted into stray coverts and drove among the stones of dry creek beds as they rattled home in the twilight a collection of bleached cattle bones lay at their feet under the awnings of a little grey cottage a woman waited you're late she said as they came up but here's joe bring up the riding horses to-night joe and put on man's saddles called his young mistress as she went in the house and now mother may we have tea we want to be ready by midnight as the clock struck twelve mrs head laughed her apprehension and her sense of the effect of light opera the girls were in men's canvas suits and summer sombreros bulky bundles were tied to their saddle strings and they supported others on their shoulders but we've really no sign of defence they suddenly exclaimed looking at each other in a moment mrs head had produced two huge leather pistol cases when they were strapped on no belligerent cowboy or primitive desperado could have hit a more happy effect of emphasizing independence the girls strode out to their horses and tightening the girths took their mounts quickly we'll stay out on the haystack when we come back remember so please go to sleep and forget us the moon was full in the heavens and the unwooded part of their hilly road lay bright before them the horses felt their bits resentfully kept to a walk along the crest of the hill and down the rocky pine-dotted slope of the flat everything but the soft brilliance of the night seemed to fall away the soul of summer hovered let's give the horses their heads the first two miles we'll creep the last half near the house the beasts went forward at a bound 
a level road shut in by the hills lay before them there was a strange spectre sense of being at one with power as the horses raced neck and neck through the silence the caressing radiance was an intoxicant finally they reached the stony hill which lay between them and the main road the heated horses took it slowly climbing through the shadow and rousing the uncanny wail of a wandering coyote and the hoot of a curious owl they reined up as they swung into the stage road and gave the horses a mouthful of water from a tiny spring if there was anybody to meet this would be the place the horses ears were in constant motion though there seemed nothing but the easy pace of their own hoofs to give attention to suddenly from an obscure bridle path three horsemen came into the road and toward them there was no time to arrange concerted action the beating of their hearts made suffocation an experience until one was visited by an inspiration answer anything in mexican she gasped that will pass us it suddenly dawned upon their consciousness that under the shadow of this very oak on this awkward turn of the winding grade the mail stage had been held up and robbed just a month before there had been a shooting and a wounded driver and passenger dripping blood over the wheels into the dust but the man had reined up before them the instant of silence compassed eons of apprehension before one of the men spoke how far to mokalumni hill partners promptly it came though burdened with an unnatural guttural inflection quien sabe daring to risk no more the girls pulled out and passing the horsemen rode quietly down the road the men watched them disappear ignoring an impulse to follow before they continued on their journey a couple of suspicious-looking greasers up to no good said one as they trotted ahead through the night the outbuildings of the carter ranch appeared ahead the girls grasped each other's hands the pistol cases they whispered they saved our lives at a little weather-beaten cabin used as a smithy the girls dismounted it was as if they pledged themselves in epic measure standing there silent in the spirit of the adventure tying their horses they loaded themselves with the bundles and walked cautiously slowly towards the gulch they must cross before they reached the road lying in front of the house they crept through its thick uncertain shadows with the animal stealth of the forest and found themselves up in the high light of the roadway forty yards lay between them and the gate which shut in people and dogs and a little revolver that was pretty in the moonlight their watch showed one o'clock step by step they accomplished with almost suspended breath of a sudden a dried fig leaf underfoot filled the air with a sharp crackling transfixed with a horror that raised their hair one balanced on the ends of her toes the other crouched low on her knees but the moments returned no echoes of an alarm nearer they moved and almost imperceptibly nearer the breath from their lungs seemed a thousand voices at last they stood together at the gate looking up at the white house spreading its piazza over three who were in slumber with motions so fraught with care it seemed motionless they managed to arrange a series of things on its fence pickets then they salaamed low in a burlesque of social mockery and waved their hands in a pantomimic farewell little by little they moved up the road again through the gulch and on to their horses not a note from the throats of the dogs followed them mounting they walked the half-mile to the spring before they even dared express their elation 
it's too good to go to sleep on said one let's ride on it said the other they chose the black depths of the twisting stage road and leaving the moon bathed open took four miles of wooded riding the farm dogs below in the valley barked greeting but no one else seemed abroad in the land the spirit of the night was wholly theirs at three o'clock they were home they stabled the horses and walked back to a lonely haystack ginger beer crackers and blankets had been stowed there so they made festive toasts to their success before they settled to sleep with the dews of the morning the sun was hurrying on toward the breakfast hour when a girl at the carter farm wakened her companions horrors she cried aloud all three sat up in the hammocks visions of ku klux whitecaps and midnight assassins ran riot in their minds a certain terror stiffened their very joints facing them from the inside of the gate hung a long white placard printed in letters of flaming red we are iron-jawed hyenas of the west and our food is gore two red hand marks decorated each end underneath hung a calf's skull and crossbones livid with fiery symbols along the fence were rows of bones bearing the same ghastly stamp and on another post hung another placard thirty years have we been on your track and at last we have found you in a moment a contagion of laughter reached even the kitchen the truth had dawned as they swayed in the clutches of a mild hysteria a mounted messenger appeared with a note addressed to mr edward carter the young man read it aloud to his sisters mr carter will please deliver to the bearer his twelfth mule threshing machine merciless ben the hair lifter tomahawk tom of toyoni end of section five